Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. Wherever you find yourself today, multitasking or just trying to catch a quiet moment alone. I'm so glad you're here as we learn together how to live out our faith and point our kids to Jesus. Please don't forget to hit the add or subscribe button today so you will always be notified about new upcoming episodes. Faithful 31 Moms is a love worth finding ministry, and I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Hey friends, if I ask you this question today, what would be your answer? If you could have anything to bring you happiness, what would it be? So maybe you might say, if I could have just one more baby, I would be happy. Or if I could make this much money, I would be happy. Or if I could go on this family vacation, our family would be more happy. And the list could go on and on and on. You can fill in whatever your answer would be. But all of the answers, all these things have this in common. Happiness is very much based on our outward circumstances, right? If we could just have this or do this or meet this person or this requirement, they are things that line up with the world standards of what we think we need to be happy. But as you and I know, it's impossible, right, to control everything around you, even though we may try sometimes, right, as moms, <laughs> but that gets exhausting. And it's clear in the Bible, the verse John sixteen thirty three: in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So that's basically saying trouble, sadness, hardships, um, sicknesses in your family, loss, you know, all those things. Um, we like to ruminate on those things and, and they consume us when they happen. And But they're unavoidable, right? I mean, bad things do happen at some point and they, they rob us of our happiness. But this verse says that we will have trouble. So that's a for sure thing. But we can take heart I think that's just another way of saying we can take heart. It's saying you can have joy because you know that even in the worst things, even in those hard things, we still have Jesus. So joy, unlike happiness, is an inside job. It's an inside thing. What's in your heart? And so whereas happiness is based on those outward circumstances, joy is based on the inside. It's a reflection of what your mind is thinking, what your heart is feeling. It is consistent in you as much as your heart beats and the blood flows through you. It's just something that you don't even really have to think about because it's it's who you are on the inside. So if you know the Lord you can have this never-ending joy. And I like to think about the song Waymaker. You've probably heard it before on your music listening apps or the, the radio. And there's a phrase in there, and it says, even when I don't see it, you're working. And even when I don't feel it, you're working. I'd sing it, but you'd probably want to turn this podcast off <laughs> if I did. So I'll just say it. Um, but if you listen to that song, when it says that, I think that's basically saying we can know that even when those hard things happen, even when we don't feel like it, even when those hard things are happening in our lives and happiness is absent from all the things that we feel we can still know that Jesus is faithful and that he's given you and I the ability to have joy even when bad things happen. So this, I think this concept of joy and happiness really stumps and shocks the world, a world that doesn't know Jesus, because 
they don't understand how you can have never-ending joy because to them, everything is based on circumstances. But that makes this fruit of the Spirit, joy, a wonderful way to show the world how Jesus works, how he lives in us. So Proverbs 19.23 says this, The fear of the Lord leads to life. Then one rests content, untouched by trouble. You may say, well, that's a strange verse to share. We're talking about the fruit of the Spirit, joy. But I want to focus in on that last part, untouched by trouble. This verse is not saying that if you're a Christian that you will not have any trouble. It is saying that to truly be content and live life to the fullest, even in the hardships and trouble that we face, that you and I can know that we can trust Jesus and still have joy. So that is how we're untouched by trouble, right? Even though we have hard things just like everybody else, we know that Jesus is with with us through all of those things. And that's how we can claim a more popular verse that the world often misinterprets. It's Romans 8:28. It says, "And we can know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose." Because We know that both Christians and non-Christians, right, can get cancer. They can, and they will, lose loved ones, people that we love. They can have money problems. They can struggle with their parents. They can struggle with relationships, and the list could keep going on and on. But through it all, you and I as believers know that God is faithful so we can have joy even when we're not happy, right? Adrian Rogers said it like this, the joy of the Lord isn't there to remove the pain. The joy of the Lord is there to help me bear it. I'll say that one more time because I had to read it a few times to understand it. The joy of the Lord isn't there to remove our pain. The joy of the Lord is there to help you bear it. There are many occasions that I can think of in my life where I wasn't happy by world standards, you could say, but I still had the joy of the Lord that brought me strength to go on, you know, peace and knowing that I didn't have all the answers, but I did have faith that the Lord was with me and that brought me hope. So two things stand out to me that have happened in my life recently. The first is last May in 2022, I briefly shared on the podcast that I had had a second miscarriage just right before I entered into the second trimester. And I felt a lot of loss and sadness through that. But in a lot of ways, I tried to just not process it emotionally. If you've had one, I think you can probably identify, just kind of stuff it down and not really identify all of the the loss that you're feeling. But eventually it's going to come up. But the thing that always brought me like peace and that always brought me like unending joy is that I knew that no matter what I was feeling or trying not to feel that the Lord was right there with me. And even if I didn't understand it and even if I wanted to question it or I didn't like it, that I knew that God wasn't going to leave me. I knew that he wasn't going to forsake me. I knew that he had a plan for me. And that gave me joy even in the midst of a lot of pain. Another thing that I've thought about is I've shared before about my mom. Uh, Several years ago, we started walking through a journey with her um, through having um, a brain tumor and some other health complications that followed that. And my faith was really put to the test. And I remember telling the Lord, please, Lord, remove this from her. And I just remember hearing very clearly from the Lord. He said, Mallory, no matter what happens, are you going to trust me? Are you still going to have joy? In, in good or bad news. And I really had to to take a second and 
and really answer that question, like, am I going to stay faithful? Am I going to be okay with a good or a bad answer? You know, the one that I want or the one that I don't want? Will I still know that the Lord is there? Will I still have joy? And those are hard. Those are hard situations when you have to ask yourself a question like that. But only joy that comes from the Lord can bring that kind of strength, you know, to go on, to have the peace and not knowing the answers and having the faith that follows through even when you don't feel like it. And it's unlike anything that the world can really even understand or manufacture or make up. I think that they try to tell you constantly through social media and other ways, this will make you happy. This will fix all your problems. But we know at this point in our lives, I would hope as being a mom and all the things that you've been through up until now, that that's not true, right? We can get lost in it, but we know that there's only one thing that's going to give you that unending peace and joy, and that is Jesus. So all of these things that I've been talking about today with the Adrian Rogers quote and joy being an inside job is referenced from our Fruit of the Spirit Bible study from Love Worth Finding. I referenced it last month on the Love episode um, when we did the Fruit of the Spirit Love, but there's something that I wanted to quote in here that on the joy chapter, I didn't want to mess it up, so I'm going to read it to you. It says, you can fake happiness, but you can't fake joy. Joy can't be manufactured, and it doesn't come from circumstances. The fruit of the Spirit joy is steadfast in sorrow. It's triumphant in tribulation and lasting in losses. Joy is eternal. You might say, well, that's a nice way to say it, that joy is eternal, that it never ends. But sometimes, you might say if you're listening, I feel like, I have really given up hope, and I don't have that joy that you're talking about. And I've been there. I totally understand in some of those situations that I just shared with you, that you're tired, that you're mentally exhausted, that you've heard all these verses about joy, and you've heard sermons preached on the fruit of the Spirit, joy in church, but you know it's not based on your feelings or outward circumstances, but even still, you want to know more about how to have joy in your life when things get hard. So you might ask me, well, what can I do, Mallory? What, what, what can I do if I feel like that today? So here's two things. First, I would say this. Check your sin in your life. Do a sin exam. So God already knows what sin is separating you from him. But sometimes you and I can be blind to it, right? If there's something off in your ability to have joy, you might just say, what, why, can't I, why can't I have that? And so that would be a great time to just start asking yourself, Lord, like, is there something in my life that is separating me from you? Is there any sin that I have not confessed in my life? You might ask yourself, what are you watching? You know, what are you reading? I've had to do this recently, so I'm, I'm totally there with you. Um, how much social media are you intaking? What kind of friends do you have and what do you all talk about? Um, how's your relationship with your husband if you're married? How's your relationship with your kids? You know, what lies are you feeding yourself about your body, your self-image? Do you find that you're quick to get angry or depressed or want what other people have, right? If you're asking yourself these things because there's a lot of truth to the answers that only one thing can take your joy. It's not a cancer diagnosis. It's not losing a child. It's not a broken home. It's not a child strays from the Lord. It's not losing your possessions. Um, you know, only one thing can really steal our joy if you think about it. It's 
has nothing to do with what your children do or what your spouse does or what your circumstances are. It's your own sin. That's really what it boils down to that can steal your ability to have joy in all things. So I really challenge you today, um, as I've had to do this myself recently, you know, examine your heart, examine yourself today, and really take some time to think and pray and ask God, do I have any sin in my life that's ongoing, that's toxic to me? Um, When Mallory was asking all these questions, like when I just said, you know, what are you watching? What are you reading? What are you, you know, thinking about? Are you quick to be depressed? All those things, Um, you know. Really pray and ask the Lord to reveal that to you. And if he if he does, and more likely when he does, right, because we all have sin, we all have struggles in our life, confess it. Leave it at the cross because he already paid for it, and he's just waiting on you to confess it and leave it there to be forgiven. And that alone will give you a new founding joy in your life. The next thing I would say is just it's time to grow and your confidence in having joy, once you've done that, once you've identified your sin and you've confessed your sin, you can have confidence in your joy. And you might say, I don't know if I can do that. How do I have confidence in my joy? Well, confidence is just knowing that God's in control and that you're not. And ultimately, we fight it. I fight it all the time, right? As moms, especially, you want to be in control. But confidence is just having faith that even though you know that you won't always have control, that you can have hope and you can have joy because there's only one place to find confidence, and that is in God's Word. So are you reading God's Word? Are you in the Bible consistently? So once again, that passage that I read before, Romans eight twenty eight, that this is how we can have confidence and know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So be careful that you aren't placing your hope or your joy on your kids needing you at home or in the activities that you're doing because you can mask yourself in lots of busyness, right? Don't place your joy in your marriage or in your friendships because the only place that you can really be confident and having joy that doesn't waver that won't ever change is in the Lord. And the only place that you can consistently find that is in God's word. And I've, I've had to learn this over the years, y'all. Like I have struggled to have that consistent, meaningful time with the Lord. And once you get to that point, you realize what your life is like when you stop being in his word and the confidence that you have, the never ending joy that you have, it, it, it's not there anymore. And you realize what's what's wrong with me? What's off with me? Why can't I get back there? And if that's you and you're asking that question, are you in God's word? And um, if you aren't, that is your answer. You've got to get back into that. So I really challenge you with that. I want you to make a plan to every day, even if it's just one verse, going deeper into God's word, and he will give you what you need to have that never-ending joy. He'll give you those verses every morning, and you're like, wow, that's just what I needed, because God knows what we need. He knows that our joy is not based on outward circumstances of what's happening to us each day. And so I really challenge you with that, to confess your sin and to grow in your confidence in having joy through reading God's Word. And these two things are so important because our kids are watching us 
Will we show them joy in all circumstances, even when things get hard? Because they're looking to us to learn how to process the things that happen to us in life. They're looking to us to see how a relationship with Jesus and mature faith and joy really work. And so I hope that this has challenged you today and encouraged you. And if you've been out of God's word, that you'll get back into it. You can't focus on past mistakes or hurts that have happened in your life because the devil will constantly try to bring those back up and distract you or make you feel guilty about those things. I just really want you to focus and encourage you to look forward to what God is calling you to do and the type of mom that he wants you to be in raising kids and teaching them about Jesus. And that's only going to come overflowing from what is already happening in your own heart. And so just confessing that sin and getting back into God's word is so important to find that joy in all circumstances. So for the rest of the year, once a month on the podcast, I'm going to be covering a different fruit of the Spirit. We did love in February. This is March. We're doing joy. And then next month, we're going to do peace in April. So I really hope that you continue to enjoy this series and give me some feedback and that you're learning a lot from it. I know I am. And I wanted to mention that a lot of the devotional today came from as I already mentioned, a study from Love Worth Finding, my hosting ministry called Walking in the Spirit. So if you're interested in getting a copy of that, just go along with the podcast that we're doing each month, that will be available in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening today. And I just wanted to ask you a really quick favor. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or however you listen to your podcast, if you'll just take a second after this episode and give me a quick rating or review, I would appreciate that so much. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Faithful31Moms. Thanks again for listening. And remember, keep up the good work of pointing your kids to Jesus.